Hey, and welcome back to Systems Within Systems Presents, The Way of Violent Realization. All right, well, you wanted to talk about um, expression, you know, and uh, if we're going to talk about expression, that, that comes into, into different forms. But if you want to talk about uh, expression um, as far as soulful expression, Let's talk about it in two ways, all right? Because uh, we're just coming off the wall with this. We talk about, uh, first, material expression. The best way for me to relate to material expression uh, or movement or emotion uh, would be in the martial arts. So we could talk about uh, what Shaolin traditionally, I feel, was supposed to be. So um, <clears throat> what makes... Shaolin uh, dangerous is when, uh, and this is my interpretation of it now, all right, and throughout the years of, of training, is when you actually become Shaolin. So if you take, if you just get out of the idea of the model of Shaolin, like the model of Praying Mantis or the model of Crane or the model of Tiger Claw or the model of whatever it is, you know, whatever it is that you're doing. And you get into the to, to the idea of of well, Shaolin to me is an amalgamation of all the arts. It's like the mixed martial arts. <clears throat> What's going on? But now even the mixed martial arts has a format, has a model, has a has a placement where they stay. Shaolin, uh, how I used to ex say it to people, uh, really becomes you, and that's the idea of why it becomes so dangerous. So whether if you're dealing with an earth element or if you're dealing with a fire element, you, you rep represent that more in your whole uh, model makeup. Or if you're dealing with a, um, a water element, you want to be able to also amalgamate all the other movements or styles of movements or ways of the movements to, from all the other elements and, and intermix them. To me, that's what Shaolin is. So that's the, that's the, the material and all the materials that, that take you there. When I was studying, you know, I basically studied probably from 18 different systems of Kung Fu. Uh, not just Kung Fu, but Jiu-Jitsu, wrestling, boxing, uh, everything. Just put it all in. And now today they call that mixed martial arts, you know. And, um, but even the mixed, as far as I know, even the mixed martial artist usually comes from some foundation or some used to anyway come from different schools different types of systems that they a system that they trained in and they added on other systems to it you know like they added like the guy could have been you know a jujitsu expert but he's now he's studying boxing he's studying this he's studying that so he's more well-rounded in, in the ring and uh kind of like what uh bruce lee was doing with ji kung du you know like cut out all the other stuff and just give the middle like what's got to work in in action so it's been around for a very long time uh, the idea of expression um, and that's truly what can make you dangerous so when you look at what a martial art is truly supposed to represent uh, and anything that you do in your life can also represent that you know materially or physically doing uh, whether it's on a job, uh, in your relationship, uh, driving your car, when it really becomes, when it's not so mechanical, you know? So the whole idea of, like, we talk about, uh, we may have talked about this in a past podcast, but the idea of uh, what the belt system used to represent, 
you know, and the belt system used to only have five belts. I think we discussed this before. And then you dye that belt to yellow, and then you dye that belt to green, and you dye it to finally get to your black. And then from all the years of sweat and work, uh, the belt starts to turn white again. So it's going back to the beginning again until eventually it just falls off of you. That is when you truly start learning. So it's not a short trip. You know, it's a long trip. It's a long road to really have a better understanding. That's That whole idea of becoming your black belt, you know, uh, what it was supposed to mean was, well, now that you're your black belt, now you're really beginning. It's not, you know, like I'm my black belt, now I'm ready to go out there and do this or open this or get out. It, it, you're just starting whether it's taking you five years or eight years, depending on the school that you're in, or 10 years to get that belt. You know, uh, some people, I mean, you know, some people are very talented right from the get-go. You know, they have very good movements, and they, mm. they express themselves very easily. They could get out there and just do different things. When another person has to work very, very hard, you know, just to walk and chew gum at the same time, you know, and they, and they have to work at it harder. But still, if they come into their own and they have their own expression, as it, it, it becomes irrelevant. The guy may have quick movement, the other guy, but the other guy is more rigid, more straightforward. He blocks a little better. He's a little heavier to fight. They balance out. <clears throat> you know, if they started at the same time, you know, that's why you don't cater to one student. The, I do cater to students on one level. Students that I see are taking it home and doing something with it. If you're a student that comes in to my school and you're there just for the social commentary to be in the environment, to learn a little something, and you just like what I'm talking about, that's cool. You get my attention. But the students that really get my attention, the ones that I know are taking it home and doing something with it. So I don't segregate. You know, if that student wants to go out and sit at McDonald's and have a conversation, I'll still sit out at McDonald's. Well, not McDonald's, but, you know, and I'll have to sit there and have a conversation with them. But the students that I know are putting more into it, I'm going to put more into them. You know, that's just, I think that's a natural progression. If I know you're going home and you're practicing a half hour a day, just even a half hour a day, then you're going to get more from me as a teacher because I know that it's not what I'm teaching in the class. It's what you're taking home, finding, and then eventually expressing it. So if you take that whole idea of the black belt, it falls off of you for so many years, however many years that belt took to just decay and fall off before it turns white. It's the whole symbolism of it going back to white that's telling you you're beginning again, but now you're beginning with wisdom. You're beginning with understanding. And what makes the martial art or anything you know, or it's the experience that you get from it when your body and your whole mind start to connect with the movements, no matter where you are, you know, or who you are. When you express the true self, you create the art, you create your art, you create your mythology. So when it comes into expression, you need to find that, and then you're truly living a more authentic self. Now, how do you face that? You know, how do you face somebody that really has that in front of you? It's a very difficult individual to stand in front of on all levels. Conversation and uh, a lot of, they just, 
a lot of times it, it, what you're saying doesn't even matter to them anymore. It's like, okay, fine, whatever you believe. Because they know you're not going to get it. But to stand in front of somebody who just is able to put their hands up and just be able to do what they do, you, you can't help but respect it. And you may not see it. So he may or she may be showing you a move that comes from the traditional movement, but yet the instructor does it so much differently than the move that they're showing you because they have a whole different expression of it. It really becomes you create yourself. You create your art. So it is taking, uh, for lack of, of, or for, to make it easy to explain, it's taking water, it's taking uh, steel, it's taking fire, it's taking earth, and it's taking wood, and it all comes in and amalgamates into the ether, which, you know, unless you watch the cartoon Avatar, that is air, that's just the ether, that's the void. And all those elements coming into your being and expressing from each part of it what your strong points, your weak points, creating yourself is a very difficult thing to stand in front of. You know, in, in Mortal Kombat, I'm not talking about in a ring, or any, in any mixed martial artist or any professional fighter that would, would, would agree with that. You know, they would just see, yeah. You know, and especially if they saw what you were doing, they would go, they would, they would see it. And, it. and as long as it's not in the realm of, you know, everything has become entertainment, you know, it, a true expression of self. <clears throat> and I use that, that, that analogy uh, of the art in a way of uh, how one expresses themselves uh, also for soulful or spiritual expression because it works the same way. You know, live in your individuality the way that you would like the world to be. Express how you would want things to be or how you are. You know, be true to who and what you are. And to me, that's playing with God the warrior's path. You know, that comes into understanding your dragon, uh, the unsheathed sword, all the pieces of philosophy that you guys are writing about right now in the book. You know, <clears throat> that... I guess as soon as you know you guys have your acts together more in that area, we'll pick sections of the book and actually talk about it. You know, but expression to me that is both soulful and material, the dualities of self. You know, and how you bring that into your very essence of being, how you actually live. And you know, and discovering where you are and who you are, to be true to who and what you are, the simplicity of self. And uh, that's a very dangerous uh, part. So you may, you know, like an artist, and you see an artist that, that paints, and if they really, once they get done with everything and they're really expressing themselves onto the canvas or what they believe in, and then you as the viewer look at the artwork, and you can, you, if you know something about the artist, that's what's nice about actually knowing the artist, you could see, oh, you know, he, you could see where he's talking about energy and chi in here, like um, uh, James Post, mm. his artwork, you know, like you could see where he's talking, you could see in his artwork where his idea of energy and chi and soul is all coming into his artwork. It's really right. uh, quite cool, but you get a better view of it by knowing the artist, too. And he's taking his, and he's, you know, his expression, he's actually putting it onto canvas. I, 
you know, that just floors me. You know, I think that's really amazing. You know, it's how you, you what you put into it. You can, you could be a so-so carpenter and come over to somebody's house and hammer something and do what you're doing, or you can really express yourself in your carpentry and really be good at what you're doing and have pride and respect in what you're doing, really express, this is who I am. I have pride in my work. I have pride in what I'm doing, but it's me. It's not even a matter of pride anymore. It's like, I'm good at what I do, and people recognize it because you're putting your expression into it. And to me, that's in anything that you, that you do. If you're a, a chef at McDonald's, and you know, like, and you're the fastest burger flipper there, and, and you're just doing something a little extra. If you're expert, you know, look at fishermen, you know, and you got guys that are out there and they're in fish tournaments and they're they're doing the best they can, but you got one or two guys that always, always seem to be catching the fish. What are they doing? Why are they always catching the fish? And you follow them around, and maybe you cast your line in the same place they're doing, but they still come up with the fish and you still come up empty. What are they doing? It's expression. They have an understanding and experience. Yeah. And bringing all of that together, it's not just, they feel it, they see it, they know it, and they have faith in what they're doing. They believe in what they're doing because they're good at what they do. Shaolin, how I used to explain it, Shaolin, Shaolin is you. To become Shaolin, it's not, a, it's not like I'm, I train in Shaolin or I do this Shaolin. You, what Shaolin represents, your temple, you become Shaolin. And therefore, it's unique. I mean, you may have all these things that you t- to give to a student or give to somebody to, to get them to do that Shaolin. But when they bring it all together, it's unique. You know, it's a full expression. So you take like uh, Ronald Rousey, am I saying it? Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey, she's out there, she's fighting. She was beating everybody, but it just took time for her to meet somebody that was coming at her differently. Now, when she goes back out there, outside of all the politics and the money that's involved with her, let's just talk about the fighters. She's got to come back and train a little bit differently against that fighter but also that fighter now is going to be training and doing things a little bit differently and when they find their true expression everything's covered Hmm. you know they just they just know what to do on the ground they know what to do standing up they can view and see the other opponent and if they're two phenomenal warriors it's whoever gets the first move in you know in real life on the ring it's different it's a it's series of movements and and punches and you know and and both people on all those people everybody that's in there are extremely tough you know they got different bone density from hitting their heads and stuff they're, they're all the different things that are going on and they're in a an environment that causes them to stay within that expression you know so um in the in in, in movement and in everything that uh, is coming out to have expression is to really pay attention to everything that you are, to pay attention to self, to bring the self, the true self, into everything that you do. Into everything that you do. Like picking up a cup of tea. You know, I'm reaching for a cup of tea. Like everything becomes meaningful. Everything becomes hypersensitive. So I think when you come into expression, you're truly living life. 
You're recognizing, you're recognizing life. You're, you're actually participating in it. And you're trying to have the movement to have a better existence wherever you are. Whether you're, whether you make, you know, uh, 10,000 a year or you make 400,000 a year or you make a million a year. It all, if you have expression, it doesn't matter because you are where you are. And everything is a matter of where you want to take you, but you take all of you. Like all of you goes with you, except maybe in death, when you leave the body here and whatever goes, goes. And that could be a whole nother subject, you know? Do you you guys want to add anything to it or a different take on it? Well, the, hmm. Are your thoughts of where a, a different way of... Yeah, yeah I mean, I, certainly I can reiterate some of the stuff you're talking about. I mean, whether you're talking about any art, so if you talk about writing or painting or the martial arts or fishing... <laughs> yeah, we have an avid fisher. Yeah, we have the avid fisherman yeah. here. Is a, is fishing's an art, all right. <laughs> Uh, or cooking, any, any least, they all have that that technical, what you might consider like a scientific or mathematical or technical aspect to it. So like, Glenn, if you were teaching someone, if you were teaching me how to fish, because God help me, I, I wouldn't know what to do. Um, you you'd start me somewhere else. You'd be like, you do this, you move this way, and I'm like, you're not doing that. You'd be like, no, I'm not. Like, but that's. I have to start somewhere, and I, I don't have to, I'm going to bug you with this, because uh, as, as someone who writes, you've always heard, you got to learn all the rules before you're allowed to break them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was something I never understood until I finally learned nine-tenths the rules, and I was like, you know what? Okay, I get it now. Yeah, and then, then you, you slowly figure out when it's okay to to break them you're like okay this doesn't make it sound screwed up and it's clearly intentional and it works for what i'm doing blah 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 not the point the point is in any of the arts whatever everyone i know is struggling in one way or another they're working through something whether it's material or internal or whatever it is they're working through something and they're dealing with something and you know if you try to shut it off whatever you're dealing with and you try to shut it off and you do one of these things you try to shut it off and you fish and it's not going so great and you try to shut it off and you write and certain things you'll write as long as it's you know like dry technical writing it might be okay you try to shut it off and you you know you do the art you try to shut it off and you paint and it never comes out right because you're not bringing that aspect of yourself into it and that's as far as I'm concerned, that's the hardest part of expression. You know, like, it's not, you got to deal with what you're, you're going through. But it's, it's also accepting that you're going through it and that you've been through other stuff before. And that this is part of you now. Yeah, and you, you have to bring all of it into the mix of whatever you're doing. And that's, that's the difficult part. Because it's, at least on an academic mental and emotional level you go no no no. i'll just i'll just shut off 
this way and I'll, and I'll do this type of work and it'll take my mind off of it but it's it's Com detrimental to the work and you on, on common logic it makes sense that you should be able to shut it off but when you get it you should right so I mean and I'm specifically speaking about art which is when I spend more time doing training and I'm more geared towards that sort of stuff like writing and things like that but if you if you try to leave out that those aspects those different voices what we talked about last time and and just what you're dealing with you're, you're not bringing everything <laughs> into it and it's that's that's what's compelling most of the time in you know, artwork, in cooking, in fishing, I suppose. I don't know. You fish, I don't. Uh, but, like, if I look at two artists, and I, I don't want to use names, but if I'm looking at two painters, and they're both, they're both excellent, they both know what they're doing, and they're both expressing, I may resonate more with one than the other. But that doesn't mean the other guy's worse. Do you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, you know, <laughs> like, Sifu and I both like Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. We like his writings and we like Sherlock Holmes. And, you know, Hook, you may like Ernest Hemingway. Both of those. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a ham handed fisherman with a. No, he's a ham handed drinker with a fishing problem. Yeah. Anyway. The, the point is, like, if you look at them side by side, you're like, okay, like, well, I like this one. This is why it's better. No, I like this one. This is why it's better. Neither, you know, someone with more training than me could say which one may be technically better. But this, the fact that they're both expressing, I resonate more with Sir Arthur Conan, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle just because I, I prefer it. Like, I like the stories. They have a different resonance with me than what Hemingway, you know. I like Hemingway's stuff. It's just... Heavy. Yeah, and you're just like, oh, this is kind of, you know, I don't really want to, like, you know. This brings up some emotional stuff I just don't really feel like dealing with right now. Yeah, you know, like, I, you know, I'll let the training do that. that that's what the training's <laughs> for. Let the training muck the, muck the bottom of the lake. I don't want to do that in the off time. Like, ooh, I want to enjoy this. Ooh, it's a good story. I can't figure it out. Oh, that's how it happened. But, so the expression just allows the... That real personality to come through. That was weird. Katie did. Oh. Sorry, just a bug. And that's that's about all. Just a little bit of reiteration based on what you're talking about. Well, you know what what concerns me with what you were saying uh, and what you guys are dealing with, right? Is that um, it seems that when it comes down to doing something. Um, in your lives that yeah you feel that you can't express yourself totally like if uh, well let's talk about writing yeah let's talk let's 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 put it in a writing term since both you guys are writers okay so uh, you want to bring your full expression in, into your writing and you want to be able to do that but if things are bothering you if things are in your way or if there's like little hiccups throughout your life, whatever it may be on that day or whatever is going in, you can't, is what you're saying to me that 
that you guys can't go home and, and write because the writing won't be the same. It's like a, a chef may be really angry and he can make the same souffle and one day it tastes a little bit different the day he makes it angry than the day he doesn't make it or she doesn't make it angry, you know. Um, now, I, I don't necessarily agree with that. Uh, I, I don't really agree. If you have expression, if you're looking for expression, that, that is something like if you take a really good writer, whoever it may be, no matter what they're going through in their life or what is happening, they could still get down and write. They just shut everything. And they don't shut it off because they, it's just because it's, they express that. Now, I'm talking the, from a different perspective. Okay. You're talking from a perspective of mastery. You're, you're where you're uh, at. Your form has already reached a level where like, the black belt's gone from black to white and it's faded away. Right. The <clears> same <throat> thing with, like, a, like if you talk about painters like Monet. So you're, you're talking about I, I'm talking steps. about the process. Yeah, I'm talking about moving up to that level. Okay, so that's, because, what, that's what I thought. Okay. Yeah, no, no, it's, this is in the mix. Like, the mix. you're still developing yeah. these artistic abilities. So, like, I'm not there as a writer where I can just be like, my writing, my writing is my writing, my, my voice is my voice. I don't have that yet. I don't have... Yeah, there's like some writers that can just write, you know, no matter what's going on, right? Right, but, you know? but some people, like, some people... And it comes out well. At a certain yeah. point, they have a developed style. Right. Because they have a lot of kung fu in it. I don't have enough kung fu in writing yet to be like, this is my voice, this is how I write. I'm still figuring that out. But is that part of your expression, or is that... No, what I'm saying is I try to shut off... When I'm trying to write, I shut off what I'm feeling and thinking to write. Instead of whatever I'm dealing with at the time, expressing through my writing. And letting my writing come out and fixing it later. Do you know what I mean? Because I'm not at a point where it's where it's even. The writing it it, it has to fluctuate with where I'm at because I haven't <clears> developed <throat> it to a point. Like it doesn't matter what you're feeling. Your form is your form. You know what I mean? Like you still move the way you move. You may move a little bit slower. You may cater to your knee one day, but you move the way you move. If you started learning a new skill tomorrow, it may be like okay one day and like this is just not going to the next day because it's new or you know once you get like i'm talking about being newish to mid-level not mastery not not exceptional yeah. well that would be in anything that you do you know you you may be uh like i could be a very slow learner if i'm, I'm baking and then somebody introduces a new formula uh, of a new style of making bread and then okay I have to go through all the procedure, the measurements, all of this stuff, and this to add my own flair to it. So it may take me a year to really, like, okay, I don't need to do this. This guy does it this way. I could take this shortcut. I can play with this temperature and stuff like that. That's like with anything. But yeah. that, that doesn't really come under, you know, you do express yourself into it. Eventually, when you can express your personality into that, it comes out, you can be more aggressive with it. You right. can be this, that, and the other thing. But there's still, like, a there's still a format or a model or a base that you have right. to work from. You can't totally just blow it out of the water unless you're recreating something completely different. So um, when you talk about what, what, I, what I'm thinking about is asking you guys as, as writers, right? Uh. Um, and say you got all these things that are going on in your life, whatever it may be, and all these things you're talking about. 
you're saying that with all of those things and everything that's happening in your life uh, at, at this point, um, they stop you from actually writing. They get in the way from writing. Now, I'm not talking about fatigue. We all can get to a point where you're fatigued. You know, you're physically and mentally fatigued because of what's going on with the day. But like every day, uh, there's something that goes wrong or you feel low energy or this, that, and the other thing that you, you need to have, you guys need to have clear minds to really be able to, at this stage of the game. No. To sit and write? No, I bow in to writing, but when I write, whatever is going on is coming through. So and if it, you're it angry... Ma- it makes it very glitchy. It can be very glitchy. That's that's what I'm saying. Like, And it's not like a pure expression, but you know, if you take something that's sort of naturally expressive, like writing, or fiction writing, you know, if you're doing nonfiction which we kind of are, it still comes out in different ways. You know, there's... I gotta say, I, I have trouble. I have trouble sometimes. I mean, I always try to bring everything onto the mat, but I have a lot of trouble ever accomplishing that. And sometimes, depending on what's going on in my life, things keep me from writing. There are days that I just... I'm sitting in front of the screen. If I even sit down in front of the screen, I'm sitting in front of the screen looking at the the blinking thingy in Word, thinking to myself, man... And the freaking cursor. Where the hell do I go from here? The answer to that, of course, is anywhere. But I'm just... I'm not at a point where I could neither spiritually nor as a writer. And I think those two things need to come together for me to be able to do that. So but to, I'm not there yet. So how does that come into expression? As so I'm, we're talking about like what, I, what, I, what we talked about in the beginning and in expression is like the whole you. And now we're talking about putting it in compartments and really to be able to express yourself in different compartments and the other compartments are glitchy, so you're not really truly expressing yourself the way you want to express into that compartment. So really, you really haven't reached expression. That's exactly it. So you're not really there. You no, don't no, really... it's, it's, it's not Shaolin. It's not real expression. But in whatever you, you're trying to bring... To the table. Yeah, you gotta... You, you, and that's just it. it. It has to become a form of practice. Ah... There's the key word. There's the key word, guys. So I, I don't really understand what you guys are saying. You know, uh, uh, I, I understand the idea what we talked about in expression in the beginning, but what, what you guys are saying, and, and, and it seemed to be more compartmentalized and more personalized, you know? Yeah. Like We're what talking you guys, about practice. <laughs> yeah, like what you guys are dealing with in your lives, you know? And you may look at me and you say, well, it, it, nothing seems to stop him. No matter what happens, he just keeps doing what he's doing, no matter how bad things. And there was points in my life, and the stories we, we talked about, where I was stopped or shocked. Like, how could this be happening to me? But, you know, there's stories, and they're good stories, and they help people to understand, like, well, wow, look what it happened to him. He, he was hit so hard that he couldn't breathe, you know, and, and, but he got up and, and he's moving again. 
but I think you, you hit the word on the head. I don't think it's just a matter of expression. You know, expression to me is, is, is spiritual. It's all of you. It's where you take all of you and you're expressing it the way you would like things to be, the way that you would like to be, the things that you're discovering about yourself. But I think you hit the key word there. And if you look at it, everything as a form of practice. You know, like you're practicing writing. You're practicing getting better. You're practicing doing this. It doesn't have to be. You're practicing different skills. Like, you know, I, I, if I go out there and I'm throwing a Frisbee, you know, and I'm not going to throw a Frisbee. And you got a professional guy that's throwing a Frisbee, and I'm not bad at throwing a Frisbee. And are uh, shooting a bow and arrow. Yeah. I can shoot a bow and arrow. I'm okay with shooting a bow and arrow. You know, okay. Then you get these guys, then they could split arrows. You know, they could shoot them in the air and split arrows. And they're like, how are they doing that? You know, I'm not going to be at that point, but I can express myself enough that I can hit what I'm aiming at. And that's good enough for me. People ask me, okay, there's a gun. What kind of gun you got to use? You know, if you had to use a gun, I use a shotgun. Why would you use a shotgun? Because I don't have to point it. I just point it in a direction and shoot it, and if it's like, and it spreads, because that's easier for me. Uh, a handgun, I'll probably miss every time, you know, and that's on the streets, people that do carry handguns that don't practice, you know, the fights, you know, they're, they're missing their, their people, you know, are nervous when adrenaline gets in and all the other environments come in. So, you know, it's a matter of, you know, just practicing and bringing everything in, into, into to getting better at it, and if you want to reach a certain area of excellence, then it's something you're into. If writing is something you want to be good at, you need to practice it more. If, um, you know, uh, whatever, whatever fishing, you need to practice it more. But you need to be present to practice it. So if you view it as practice, then everything, you're more determined to do it. You, you'll, you'll realize that, hey, you know, I'm angry as I'm writing today, and then you're writing, or I'm really ticked off that this is happening in my life, or I'm very happy about today, and, and then you go back and you read it, and you go, whoa, 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 what the hell was I thinking? But, you know, like, and then you go like, but, but this isn't too bad if I just switch this and change this and put this in here, because that's all part of the practice. So, you know, expression is never complete. It's never, it's never like, I'm here. That's the whole idea of, of what the belt is supposed to represent. When the belt falls off of you and it disintegrates, it's when you really start learning. That is showing true motion and movement. So, you know, like if you really feel bad and let's say like, uh, and, and you want to get up and write, but everything's going bad, you get up and you write anyway. You don't let, you don't stand at, you stand at the cursor because you think, oh, I, I, you just write. And you say, well, this is what I wanted to write about today. You know, like, look at what we did today, expression. We were like dumbfounded. Like, okay, we wanted to talk about expression and nobody, we didn't know where to start at. What the hell does that mean? Well, we're going to talk, but we did it. I was like, okay, fine, let's do it. We're in a conversation and we, we're boneheads with it or whatever it is, however it comes out. Let's just, let's just go with it. And that's kind of my personality, you know, so let's just go. Let's just go. Let's attack it. Let's see what we got to do. And that's what you guys and the listeners need to do as well. If you want to be a proficient or anything and you want to, you know, it's different when you're in a format like, uh, like school, we'll say, and say you want to be uh, uh, a, a, a programmer. 
and now you paid for your education. It's not like you're in high school anymore. Like, and let's say you come from a, if your family's paying for your education and the father looks at you and say, hey man, why are you failing your classes? It's costing me money. You know, a lot of kids, that ends up happening, you know, too, because they're having more fun in school than they are. But when the kid's paying for it, it's a little bit different. Like, I'm paying, I'm working, I'm working three part-time jobs to put myself through school. I better make sure I'm paying attention to this because you're putting the money out. You're not, it's not about having, hey, we're going out drinking. No, no, I got to stay and study uh, because I have to go to work tomorrow so I can get up. So I need, I need time to study so I can pass my classes. I need to rest a little bit so I can go to classes and so I can go to job and start it all over again. And those kids are a lot more serious you know, about what they're doing because they have no choice. In other words, they have to attack it. So, but it's condensed, you know, it's condensed into like, I want to be a programmer. So this is what I have to do. And they're in that atmosphere where it's just that. And so I have to work my part-time job. I want to become a programmer and I have to do my homework so that I could eventually get a job doing what it is that I like to do and eventually get better at it. So part of my expression is coming out in what I'm doing. It's like Kenny's got to show me something on the computer. And I go, oh, Kenny, show me, what's this? And he goes, well, you do this, you do this, you do this, you do this, this. And like, whoa, what are you doing? Well, this is, you know, you don't get that? No, how am I going to get that? You know, you need to slow it down, champ. You know, like... I barely know how to turn the damn thing on, and you're saying you're showing me a billion things at one time. You need to know where I'm at, but not you are great. You're great at what you do, and I get that. But I'm, I, you're expressing it. But this is your expression. I need to start from the beginning and go through the steps to to find my expression in it. Then, as an individual, I need to attack it. I don't let anything get in the way of what I'm trying to do. That's finding, practicing your expression. That's finding it. It's not letting things get in the way of what you're trying to accomplish. You know, whatever it may be. So your full day may be, I got to cut the grass. I got to fix the car. uh, I got to pay the bills. I got to spend time with my girl or my guy. I got to eat. But somewhere in there, I'm going to sit down and do the right. Now, today, I may only be able to write for 20 minutes, but I'm, damn it, I'm writing for 20 minutes. Today, I may only be able to write for 15 minutes. I'm writing for 15 minutes. And you may really say, hey, screw 15 minutes. I'm on a roll. I'm going to keep going. I really like what I'm saying here. You know, I believe in what I'm saying. Believe in what I'm, and today, like, oh, man, I'm fighting it. I'm fighting every word. It's a fight. It's a battle to get it out there. Bravo. Bravo, because that's exactly what you should be doing. You should be fighting it. You should be learning about it. You should still move through it because that is part of practicing to get somewhere. And it's also finding eventually your expression. You've got you to gotta toughen up and work through it. With all the variables and, and, and the stress factors that we have to deal with in life today. You know, and really there's a lot, you know, and expectations, people's expectations of you, people's expect you, your expectations of yourself. 
Man, I'm such a failure because I didn't write today. Well, maybe I'll write tomorrow. And excuses. Making excuses for it. So people don't really, not you guys, I'm not saying, I'm not saying you guys, but I'm using it as a, as a lesson. You've got to toughen up. Not toughen up. you really got to say, hey, man, my words are angry or this. And you've got to fight. You've got to do battle with it. You literally have to do battle with your words. You have to stop making excuses if you want to find that expression. And that is also part of your expression. It's also part of life. Like, man, I stink today. It's terrible. I'm, I'm like, good. That's expressing yourself. That's exactly where you want to be. That's how you start to learn. You know? And I, I think as we get older and our lives get more complicated, it doesn't get easier for the people that are listening out there. It doesn't get easier as you get older. It gets harder. It gets more difficult. And then there's a phase, like the middle phase, where you're, everything's happening. You're having kids and you got a family and you're paying bills and all that. And then you think it's all done. It's all done. Now you're older. And then you got to deal with taxes and illnesses and, and people. And it just, it never ends. Where are you in the process of all of that is expression? Where are you at that time? If you're angry when you're writing, if you're tired, now I understand the one thing I always find is an acceptance, you know, is physically exhausted. But I bet you you still masturbate when you're physically exhausted. I bet you still do what you have to do when you, if you're, this girl walks in, either you perk up or you could be laying there falling asleep, but you're still functioning, doing what you want to do, and vice and the opposite with it. So that's crap too. It's a matter of like, if you're mentally fatigued, so you need to rest. You need to recognize, I should rest. So you lock yourself up in a room and you rest. You don't have something coming on. You don't do, you just go to sleep. You know, you rest and you get yourself together. Fatigue is something that you need to recognize. If you're physically sick, you need to recognize it. But anything else than that, anything else than that, you know, get up and do what you have to do. Fight it. Wrestle with it. Put your words out there, even if they're coming out. And if you only write, you're there for an hour, and you write three sentences, cool. And then you go back the next day, and you read the sentences. What? what, what? You know, and then you go, but now you're better, and you're, and you're working out. That's finding expression, which is different than expression. So... There's a difference, like what you were talking about, Ben, like you're saying, coming into it. You know, you need to find that expression, and all of that's coming through. It's not about, I'm a wimp, or I'm, I'm this, or I should be. It's about really getting up and doing it anyway. You know, just doing it. And you could be gritting your teeth doing it, and you could be doing it, but you're doing it. It's, it's like the same as like you get up and you have to go to work. You've got to deal with an environment. You know, I can remember back, for me, I, I don't come from a, a, a wealthy family. And everything that I had to do was difficult. It was, nothing was ever, ever handed to me. And um, I had to go to work at, 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 a, at a certain age. And I felt, I can remember packing out shelves in the aisle. And I've been working nights for 40-something years. You know, different variations of that. Now I'm a baker. But I can remember packing out shelves and I'm packing, I'm in my second year, and I'm packing out these shelves in a food store, which is very hard work, and anybody that knows what that's about, especially back then, because it was a lot harder then than it is today, 
uh, because you had to cut and mark everything and throw it up, and it was just different. I can remember gritting my teeth. I felt so trapped. Like, I'm a drummer. I'm a martial artist at that time going wherever it is. I have these, these things. I'm, I'm thinking about philosophy and all the stuff that I'm doing. But I got to I gotta get up and I got to do this type of work. You know, because I don't have the college education. I had no money. I had no those things. This is what I had to do. You know, and I can remember different phases. Then I, years go by and finally I get married. I have a house. I'm doing well. I'm doing, my income's going good. But I'm still, now I'm working in frozen food. It's below zero and my hands are freezing. I'm getting frostbite and I'm working in this environment and like, and they're telling me, oh, you need to do this, you need to do that. And everybody's telling you what they want, but nobody has the capabilities of doing it, but you can do it. And there I am, I'm doing it. And I can remember being so aggravated, like feeling so trapped until eventually I realized how to bring my expression into it, how to bring me into it. And then everything started to change, but it took a while. You know, to have that change, to bring me and all the philosophy that I'm teaching today. But I still was present. I still knew that this is what I had to do. This is where I was and had to face it. So at that point in all that stuff in my life, I still practiced my philosophy. I still practiced my drumming. I still practiced my Kung Fu. And whether I was tired or angry or, or whatever it is, I just got up and did it. I may have not have done it with the best frame of mind. I may have not done it with the, with the great attitude or anything, but I discovered it through it. And I discovered more of me. And then when I thought I had it all, and my whole world fell apart, I lost everything, my money, my wife, my family, everybody's gone, dead, whatever, and I'm completely by myself, man, the whole world came crashing down on me. And here I was, I couldn't, how did that happen? How did I get here? It was terrible. I had an anxiety attack all by myself. How could, with everything I know, and I'm so powerful and strong, and I'm supposed to know all that, how can I have an anxiety Oh, well, uh, you're not that powerful and strong. Okay, man, that, that was a great lesson for me. You know, like, okay. And then I had to wake up from that and experience a new me. Like, there's these phases of expression. But unless you are practicing it, you are never going to discover the phases of expression. You're never going to discover it. You're never going to let that, you've got to stay stuck in that phase and wait for something good to happen. Like you're going to have a moment of enlightenment and then you're going to be able to move through it. It doesn't work that way. You need to get up off your ass, sit in front of your computer and write. No fears. No I'm afraid of this. I'm afraid of that. I'm, I'm this. I'm, they're just excuses. They are like what we taught in the class yesterday. Why are you guys scratching your nose, picking your underwear, scratching your butt? Why are you doing? I'm asking you to throw a punch, and you got to do all of this lining up before you throw the punch. Stop it. Just throw the freaking punch. Do what you're, you're making excuses. Your body is making excuses for it. You don't get it. You don't even see it. It's a phase. So if you truly want to understand what expression is, you have to be in the phase. That's what's so cool about it. you got to be in the... Then you start to find your expression to eventually you really do like, I get it. You know, you do. I'm telling you guys, you will get it. 
but you gotta do battle with it a little bit. And you gotta recognize, it's not like you wake up one day, I'm expressing myself, I'm throwing tulips and tiptoeing through the, the, you know, the, the forest and yay, I'm happy and naked and free. You know, it doesn't work that way. Peace, love, dove, you know? No, you know? Peace, love, dove, you put your flower in a cannon, you're gonna get your head blown off. You know, like, you need to understand how to amalgamate it, how to balance it. If you don't test it, if you don't play with it, it's like there's no concentration from you guys. You know, you just, the people that just, just shoot off. You just don't want to, you don't want to face the music. You know, you don't want to stand there and face the music. You don't want to listen to your own voice. And you have, and you get, you know, what do they call it? Writer's block? Yeah. You know? And, and I understand writer's block if you're on a theme. So if you're writing for somebody, hey, Ben, Glenn, we need this book out next week. You already put your next book out, but we need this book out next week. You know, how you doing? Oh, I haven't even really started. Hey, you signed the contract, dudes. You need that book out now. You sign that contract. You put that book out. And you got to go, but I have writer's block. We're suing you. Get rid of your writer's block. You know, like, you, you have a deadline, you know, and if you weren't ready for that deadline, then you shouldn't have signed the papers. And there goes the whole thing of, you know, like, if you're good at writing stories, you just put them out, you know. You represent the story, uh, and I should represent a little bit of who and what you are. And if you're angry at that time, write it. But if you're looking to express, that's practicing expression to express means it's come into it like you actually have full expression in what it is that you're doing but to get there you need to practice as you said earlier which is maybe by accident or whatever that word is but that's exactly you need to practice so if you're sitting at the corner of your bed and you're looking at the computer and you know you have to write that wonderful book that you have an idea for then get up and you say, and you've got all these things that are going on in your head. I'm depressed today. Uh, I'm tired. I'm this, that. And all these things, life is just sucks. It's terrible. Why doesn't the world just freaking blow up and die? You know, and you've got all that darkness. That's when you get up on your bed, you sit behind the computer, and you start to write. Because now you are practicing expression. So you're being determined to work your way through it. No matter what. And now wow, that's great. You know, now you're actually living life. You're actually doing something. And believe it or not, you will work through it. You will discover what it is that you need to discover. But to come into full expression, I mean, your whole being, your whole essence is where you are, wherever you are, well, that's really cool. I work in an environment, and I still work as a baker. I work in a, uh, a very gruff atmosphere with very rough people but I am still myself there you know I am me and it's really cool that if I decide to take action against something or someone it's it's really strategically done and uh, everything is I'm still being me nothing interferes with that but I'm wearing my baker's hat you know, I'm wearing my baker's hat and I am a baker and I'm doing what I'm doing, but I still are me. And the people, for the most part, whether they dislike me, 
secretly, you know, or they like me, they have to respect me. And I don't care if they respect me or not because I'm me. There are people that I may start to care about and those people you become friends with and you, you, you talk with them and you, and, and you just obviously care more about them and, and what they're doing. If they, and if they have a problem with you, hey, man, why did you do this? I'll either like say, well, this is what I do or I'll say, well, do you have something better to show me? But I'm still going to be me all the way. And you guys know that from this, when I teach the classes. Though Ben and Jen have changed me a little bit in the way that I teach classes because I was always very harsh and whatever. But the last class I was harsh and stuff, but it was different because I also said things that I didn't say, but they knew I wanted to say, which was kind of funny. <laughs> right? And I just put it across that way. When you talked earlier, Glenn, about your mat, it's not about, you know, what you what you bring onto the mat it's about what comes onto the mat and when they step or whatever steps onto your mat you command it so if you're sitting on your bed and you're sitting and you're saying i should write today but all these things are stopping me from writing then you need to get up walk over to the desk and sit down and if you stay there for an hour and you're writing garbage and something comes out good or you're writing something you're you're then you command your mat now you bowed in and you're commanding your mat and you're doing it no matter what that's finding your expression that's not expression that's finding it that's practicing so if you view your life as practicing to maintain and to understand more then it takes on a different ambiance. It takes on a different drive. You realize like, hey man, I'm gonna stink getting up there and writing, but I'm gonna do it anyway. Then you're trying, you're practicing expression, you're finding it, because it's something you have to find. And as you find it, then you have the ability to really be who you are, wherever you are. As we said in our past, if I'm sitting in a room with, I know, this, you guys are smarter than me. You know, when it comes to, to, to book work and, and doing it, you're smart. And, but I'm smart enough to know who to go to. Hey, Ben, I, this math thing. Oh, okay, you do this. this. Hey, Glenn, th th this grammar thing. Oh, blah, blah. Hey, uh, Kenny, this, this, uh, you know, this computer stuff. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Hey, you can do it. No, you do it. I'm smart enough to know to use you guys to do what I want to get done. And that's great stuff. That's where I became smart. Like, okay. Surround yourself with smart people so they can tell you or show you what to do. And if you can't do it, they'll do it for you because they feel sorry for you. That's fine with me. I'm still who I am. So I could be sitting in, there could be Donald Trump and there could be the, you know, Stephen Hawkins and there could be, I'm me. And you know, they're all going to look at me and go, man, that guy just has something that I don't want to mess with. I don't want to deal with, but I like what he is because it's all of me. I don't try to be Stephen Hawkins. I don't try to be Kenny or Ben. I'm me. And I don't try to be smarter than the next guy or think that I'm smarter or, or have more than this. I will grasp what they have, listen to what they have, and amalgamate it into my being and express it in a way that works for me. You know, and allows me to communicate with anyone, no matter from what walk of life they are. Whether they're the dumbest, stupidest person on the freaking planet or they're the smartest individual in the world, 
it doesn't matter. You know, I treat everyone with respect. I listen to what everyone has to say, but I also express and know myself. No one could take that from me. I may have a slighter edge than other people have in that area because of the martial arts. It's given you, when you have the martial arts or when you really achieve a certain level in the martial arts, it's irrelevant. So I could be sitting here talking with Michael Tyson, whoever, who the head uh, MMA guy that's out there right now, and they know nothing about me, but I guarantee if we're all in the room, they're going to respect. They're going to say, I don't know what this guy's about. I think I could go up and punch him in the head, and it's going to do damage, but I'm not sure. There just may be something a little tricky about this dude. So that whatever it is, and then once they see you and they have more respect for you, they go, that's cool. Man, I wouldn't mind staying in front of that and both of us trying to beat each other up and see where we're going, like challenging it. That's it. You know? You are who you are. So, when you talk about expression, accidentally you may hit that word of practice, but you guys forget to practice. You forget that you need to practice to find your expression. To find expression. And you're only practicing expression. So if you get behind there and you're writing whatever master book you're writing and it doesn't come out exactly the way you want it to come out, well, then you can rewrite it or you leave it in because it's all a part of who you are. The reason people like you is because they like you, or especially in a relationship, they like your dark side. They like your light side. They like everything about They may not really like your dark side, but there's something about it that attracted them to you in the first place. You know, it seems like all my students have these dark sides. You know, and that's great. You know, all Darth Vader's, right? And it's cool, but you need to discover it. You guys forget the practice. Like you're sitting there, you forget, and, and, and when, you know, and everything becomes an anvil. It's like every, you become so heavy. It's like, just to get, I'm like, oh, it's like you, it's like, you weigh thousands. Gravity is just rooted at you, and you just can't move. And you're just so, and you become so apathetic and lazy. And this, that's a lie. It's a lie. You're just lying to yourself. You're making it, and you're not practicing. You're just lying to yourself. You made yourself heavy, so you don't have, you, 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 so you don't have to do what it is that you want to do, the things that you really want to do. You know, it's amazing in life, in life, that the thing that we really want to do is the first thing we give up. So, you know, I really want to learn Kung Fu, but I got to take care of this. I got to do this. I got to see my family. I got to do this. And or, or so, say everything's happening and financially, you know, like you, you're joining a, a, a gym or something. You really like what it's doing. It's doing a lot for you. You're going there, you're working out, you feel good when you get done working out and this, that, and the other thing. But now you're having financial problems and this, that, and the other. The first thing you give up is your gym. The first thing you give up is working out or going for your runs. The first thing you, and you don't even substitute it with something else. You say, and everything that was making you feel good about yourself, you give it up. The one thing that you love to do, you have to go to your have to do's. It's the first thing you let go, you know? And then, your attitudes start to switch and you can't be creative anymore. But if you practice, hey, I gave up my gym, doesn't mean that I have to stop working out. 
I could still go, I could buy a free weight and work it out. I could go running or I could get together with my friend. We could do push-ups and sit-ups. I could still practice it. I could still participate in it, even though it's not the way I want it to be. You know, so expression. Yeah, maybe I have that. Maybe I have something in that way. And maybe people aren't recognizing that you are. And there's forms of expression that I still need to learn and go into because I'm always developing, I'm always moving. What I believe today may not believe what I, be what I am tomorrow. And I will omit that, and you guys know that. I will, te- I will tell you if there's changes. I won't say, hey, man, oh, well, I believed in white, but now I believe in black. But I'm going to say that I believe in white because everybody, that's what I represent. No. Hey, man, now I'm black. And now I'm gray. Now I'm yellow, if that's the progress. But that doesn't happen too often anymore because I've been through all those colors. I'm not saying that it can't. I always listen. I always hear what people say. And then it always adds something to me. It adds something to my already expression. You know? So when it comes to expression, especially, you know, uh, 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 ben and uh, Kenny here, the tech guy, you, you want to become Sifus. And all of that's part of it. Part of the training in anything you do, soulfully, spiritually, materially, uh, and anything that you want to gain or have in your life has to come under the form of expression. But right now you need to practice it. And I think Ben accidentally, or on purpose, or maybe through, you know, the miracle of the mind. You came upon a word that really resonated with me and really talks about, it's not about completion, you know? It's about practicing and understanding your expression until you get there. So, when you're sitting on your bed next time, you guys are sitting on your bed. And I say the bed because usually that's where everybody ends up in, or a couch or something like that. And you're just sitting there. And you say, oh, I got all these self-glitches. That's when you get up. Because that's when you say, wait a minute. I do. I am this way. I am this way. I do feel this way. I'm still going to get up and practice what it is that I want to do. I may not be perfect at it. I may get up in my form movement or my push-ups. Or I may be not as mindful as I want to be. But I'm going to get up and practice. And do it anyway. And that is how you discover your expression because everything is your teacher everything is a lesson how do you guys feel about that well actually i have a question i feel great about that by the way uh it's cleared a lot of stuff up for me but i don't know a bit of my looks like you guys got hit pretty hard with it (laughs) yeah you know like a brick out of a third story window you know but it's because it's because it challenges me I think it challenges me and I see a lot of truth in it. Um, when you started getting to where you are, what was the first uh, thing you did to get on the path? Yeah. I could say there's a lot of things, but the thing that comes most distinctly in my mind is uh, I was young and... Um, this comes into the voice, right? And uh, having faith in that voice in yourself, right? And, and just going forward, whatever it is that you decide that you want to do. So 
um, I was a, I was uh, probably 19 or no, maybe 19 or 20, between 19 and 21 in that age group. I don't know. I was working nights. And I've been fighting for a long time. And back then when I used to fight, it was a lot different. Uh, people used to come over to my house, knock on my window 4 o'clock in the morning, uh, or I would go into these pit fights or whatever it is, and we would, they, people would just do what they were doing. And it was all undercover, whatever it was. And for me, it was just fun to get out there and do it. Uh, and there was one point where I, uh, I had to go to this one uh, guy's house. And I had to fight this guy. And Ben knows this story because Ben knows everything about me practically, you know. And uh, uh, I had to go fight this guy with the steel plate in his head, right? And he he actually uh, murdered a couple of people uh, in his past and probably how he got the steel plate in his head. And he was just a nasty, nasty person. And some of the listeners may know, you know, the types of groups or the people that were training back then and the, where it was. Because the arts, 40-something years ago, uh, was really still discovering itself. So you had all these really, you know, crazy violent schools back then. You know, they were just not what it is. You know, now people worry about, even you know, you mix martial arts and all of that, people are, are technically, you know, like there's health concerns and how bones work and trying to keep the people going. Back then, you know, it, it was different. So I'm in my room. I'm a kid, you know. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm sitting there. And I had to go fight this guy, right? And, and not just this guy, there was other people there as well. It was like this little thing to do. And uh, I'm sitting there saying, hey, man, what am I doing? <laughs> you know, like, how, how bad do I want to be? I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm 140 pounds, you know, at that point in my life. And, and um, I'm fast enough. I'm tough enough. I can pretty much defend myself against anybody that's out there. At least I may die facing somebody that's better, but I'm okay. I'm a, I'm a pretty good at what I do. What am I doing? <laughs> like, just like, why am I even going here? Like, just stop. Stop. I'm going to stop. I don't want to, like, I, I don't need to go any further. And then I sat down and I heard this voice. The voice from within me. And that voice said, don't ask questions. Don't give excuses. Just do it and see where it takes you. Let it take you. If it does move in a different direction, or that you need to discover the direction it's going to move in. You're not ready to stop because you're making a decision based on what you think it is. And it could have other effects well, the voice said to me is, have faith in what it is that you're doing and do it until you know enough and can make a sound decision on what's going on. You're not really making a decision here. Just trust it and let it see where it's going to go. And you could apply the same thing to your writing, the same thing to anything that you do. You haven't discovered it yet. You know, and it's at that point, that was a very difficult point. I got in the car. And I drove there, and I fought Steel Plate Head Guy. Did you beat him? Yeah. It wasn't even a fight. But the whole point was is that it was where it was. In fact, I didn't even fight him. There was a lesser student that fought him, and I had to end up fighting some other guy that was even worse than him. It was really bad. That guy I didn't beat. But that was the whole point. It was, there was still more to discover. And then, eventually, 
I started on a path that really started leading me into, you know, how I'm teaching you guys today, you know. The Kung Fu ended up introducing me to people, developing relationships. It, it became a whole platform for me to start to work from until now it's just I'm working for me. It was trusting in that voice. It was knowing that I didn't know enough to stop. I, I wasn't ready to stop. I, I, it's like, just go and stop asking yourself questions. Stop giving yourself, just do it. If this is what you want to do. You don't, is it what I want to, no, I don't want to fight anymore, but there's something about it that I still didn't have discovered. Let me go. And now, of course, you know, guys, it's not about fighting at all. It's really about strategy and combat and real life. That's where I developed to teach real life. So the mixed martial art guys come to me to learn street, not, you know, like and, and strategies and, and, and internal punching and stuff, a whole different thing. It's a whole different ball game. And what they do in the ring is what they do in the ring. It's how far do you want to develop? So, yeah, that's, that's when it came. If you have a voice that's telling you to be a writer, then you need to discover it. You need to trust it. You need to move through it. If you have a voice that's telling you to, to become a Kung Fu technician or to become a teacher if, or to work on your skills, trust it. Have faith in yourself. Your vessel moves you where you have to go. And that was maybe not the greatest lesson for me in my life as far as what you're saying to, but that, I think... You know, that's, I mean, I could bring up so many things from that, you know, but that's where it really started for me because I was so young and I just, it started there because it was really, you know, going and getting, you know, at that point I've had my nose broken. If I have my nose broken, you know, probably uh, 30 times throughout my life. I had all my fingers broken, my toes, uh, all kinds of different things happened to me. And now I'm going to, and I'm, and at that time I was training, I was training in, three different schools with all these different seafoods to learn, and I'm going to go fight this guy? It was like, oh, man, that's it. What am I doing? You know, when you question, like, why am I doing this? What is the reason for this? You know, like, maybe I started it out at, over a bet, which is how, it, how, how my career did start out, but now I'm here, and am I just being, am I kind of, am I locked in? And then a voice just said to me inside, just said, don't question it. If this is, do it and see where it's got to take you. Let it take you and learn from it. And my whole life changed to that point. I mean, it became something. Uh, not, you know, not going there fighting this guy and stuff, but just like, just ignoring me, not letting me get in the way of what it is that, the direction that I was going in. And I had some faith, I had some trust in it. I had some trust in that voice, you know. I had some trust that, okay. And, and of course, you know, and all my whole life I've been saying, oh, one day I'm going to open up a school. I just never felt right about opening up a school. I just never wanted to charge people money, you know. And I do, what I mean is it's like, and keep them there. And everything back then was expensive. Now it's even more expensive to just get a place to have a school that's, you know, it's $20,000 a month just to have a building. So now you've got 18 students come in, and, and they're not giving them what they want. I, I could never do that. Hey, man, you got to be here because you want to be here. 
And you support the school because you want to support the school and what the school represents. That's how I teach, and that's how I'm always going to teach. And maybe through these podcasts and the books and stuff, maybe I can get a point where I have a school and people come in, I could go, hey, man, you suck. You need to work on this. Oh, you hurt my feelings. Well, then go. You know? Oh, you hurt my feelings, but, hey, that's cool. <laughs> you know, I, 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 I really need that. I need to see that I'm not doing so well at this. Okay, well, let's work on it. Maybe you need to come at it from this angle or trigger this way. Let's discover what you need to discover. No. If your voice is telling you to write and your voice is also stopping your other voices, then you're not really listening to the right voice. You know? If it's telling you, like, you need to get up and practice, and that's what I did. I needed to practice. I needed to discover what it was that this journey I was on, I needed to take. You know, like, okay, I know I was young, and of course, there's a lot of different ways I could represent that today, but you asked me where it started or how it, where it started to resonate with me. And now, of course, it's developed into something more we could talk about. But it started there, you know, and it, and it, it built character and personality in a person that really didn't have too much in their life. And it's funny, now I had everything, and now I'm going back to when I was like 16 years old again, which you know, we could tell a story about my whole life being where it is right now, you know? And actually practicing the art of simplicity. But that's when it started. For you guys and for everybody, you got to view it as practice because then you actually can get up and do it. I guarantee it, if you are sitting there with all that noise in your head and you go, wait a minute, I need to practice this, you will get up and do it because you, you'll be determined. Like, I'm, I need to practice it. I, 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 I'm terrible, my, my brain is shot, everything, but I'm still going to get up and do it because I need to practice this. And who knows where it will take you? Who knows what it will do? You know? And then, that's not expression. That's finding expression. You need to practice it to find it. And then it's cool. That's Shaolin. That's creative energy. So when you're facing a true Shaolin guy, if there is such a thing, because it's become so abstract nowadays because of all the commercialism and, and uh, sports and, and whatnot, you know, a guy could do mixed martial arts and still be Shaolin. He could get out there and he could do what he has to do in the ring because that's what is expected of him. But when he leaves the ring, he could still become Shaolin. And that Shaolin dude, you don't want to face because then he's expressing who he is. He's got to do something completely different in real life situations than what he's doing in the ring because it expresses who and what you are. The Shaolin that he would express in the ring would be too dangerous to use in the ring because it's just Mortal Kombat, you know? So... You can bring Shaolin into everything that you do. Everything that you do. Everything becomes Shaolin. Everything becomes Tai Chi. Everything becomes you. But you have to practice it. And that's what happened to me years ago. I still remember that day. I was young, in my room, my little teeny room, with my pumpkin light, because we're going back in the 60s and 70s. And I got up and did what I'm doing. And people look at me today and they say, hey, you're just like, what are you, 40? <laughs> it's the Kung Fu, man. I move like I'm a 16-year-old kid. Well, I also move like I'm Yoda. 
you know, Yoda's cool, he's slow, but when he starts to move, you know, he's like a bug. And that's the difference, and you guys know that. You know? It's about practicing, guys. If you can remember that, if you gain anything from what we talked about today, all of the three of the people here, and everyone's listening, like if you formulate yourself as practice, you will be successful at more things in your life than you ever dreamed imagine. And it will lead you into other variables and other things in your life. It will help you self-discover. But you've got to remember that your life, genetically, chemically, biologically, environment, is full of social glitches. And our brains today aren't working the way that they used to. You know, Today, it's, it's drugs for everything that's wrong with you. It's about discovering who you are. That's why I called it systems within systems. Many systems of thought, many and violent, Realization is exactly what it is. You need to get up, practice, then you're truly practicing violent realization because you have to break it open. You have to, you have to open up to it. You have to challenge it. You have to challenge yourself. You can't let you get in the way of you. You have to practice it. We had, a, 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 we can end it with this. We had a, a, a short conversation, right? Uh, ben and I, you know, we talk endlessly, all right? And we had this short conversation recently, just today or yesterday, about uh, what it means to have to do something. Like, if you're, like, I went through survival. So we're going to take some survival courses, and it led into a conversation we talked about. Okay, there's some people that, what was that, what's that show that's on now that you watch? What, Alone. Alone. They're only going to take certain people there. The guys that I watched, they're going to take them because they could survive out there indefinitely forever. They can just be by themselves. They can do it. They're going to take family members in there. They're going to take people that have family. They're going to take this. People that have something to get back to. They're going to take people with skills, but not very skilled, but skilled enough that they could do it. But they have all this emotional baggage. But a true survivalist, he's gonna he could live out there, and I'm fine, man. I'm fine with the bears, the ticks, the fleas, there, whatever's that. I could find fish, I could trap, I could hunt. I'm cool by myself, and I know how to balance my energies. They're gonna take those guys. They're gonna take people that they can get a story from, like somebody like me. You know, like I have nothing. Like I have no family. I have no, my students are my family, but so I I could be by myself forever. I'm fine. You put me in a room, I'm fine by myself. But you know, I need more skills. <laughs> you know, like I'm going to go out there and try to catch fish. So I damn well ain't going out there till I know what the hell I'm doing. And then they know, we don't want you. You don't got no family. You got nothing to go back to. You And you're fine by yourself. You could just talk to yourself forever and entertain yourself. What are you, an only child? Yes, I was. Okay, we don't want you. You know? So we were having this conversation about guys like that. And here they are out in the woods. And they're doing what they're doing. So they're tired today. They're fatigued today. But they know if they don't get up and chop that firewood, that they're going to be freezing tonight. So they get up, no matter how they are, what's going on, and no matter what they have to do, and they're out there and they're chopping that firewood. And they got to go check their traps. And they got to go catch some fish. And they got to do all this stuff because if they don't, they're paying the price for it. You know, they get up and they do it. In our society today, everything does it for you. Or somebody's going to do it for you. Or say that they feel bad for you. Or this, that, and the other thing. We don't get into that. But my point is, you do have the voices in you. And you do have that voice that wants to be a writer. You're just not listening to it. 
You're not listening to it. And you're making excuses and you're feeling that, well, I'm not bringing myself creative. You're just practicing being creative. You haven't, you haven't discovered it yet. You need to discover it. So if you want to be a martial artist, you want to be a technician, I, I keep saying I'm going to end it, but we had this conversation with Ben. We talked about heart. You know, I have so many fighters come up to me and they say, hey, I want to be the next martial art champion in the world. I want to do this. Well, that's great, you know. Okay, so what are you going to do about it? If you don't have the heart and your heart's not in it, you're not going to be able to do it. It's just fantasy. It's not going to, the, the trainer, the, the mixed martial art guys that are out there and the guys that are training these guys, that's what they're looking for. They're looking for first a guy or a woman who has heart. And the heart meaning like, this is what they want to do, or they're coming from an environment that they feel they have to do it, and they're going to put everything they are into it. Those people are trainable. They have heart. They put their heart in it. If you guys are writers, if you guys are martial artists, if you guys are whatever you're doing, you need to put your heart in it. And nothing gets in the way of practicing getting better. The next time you're sitting on that bed and you're making excuses, recognize that, hey, man, I need to get up and practice this. You don't do it because you think it's going to come out great or you think the work that you're doing is going to be great or you think your form's going to be good that day or you're going to shine because you have your good days and your bad days. And most, let's face it, most days, especially in your guys' lives, are bad. Mostly they're bad. It's not just in you, but I know the two of you. Like, you, you just got, like, every day is like a big, it's like the Adams family. The only cloud that's running in the whole block is over your house. You know, it's always bad. And then all these other things are coming in and you're not, you're not doing what you really love to do. Your heart's not really in it and you're not practicing it. But if you view it as practice, you get out that sword and you cut through adversity, even if it is not what you want to pen the paper or to train, you're still practicing doing it and you're doing it for the sake of practicing it. Then you're putting your heart in it. Then you're discovering expression and why it's so difficult to stand in front of me. And why I could be in a room with all of these mixed martial art guys, Tysons, rich people, and we all have a mutual respect because wherever they are, it took them a while to get there. You know, whatever it is that they're good at. And when a person says to me, hey, I really want to train with you. I want, show me some of those secrets so I can bring them to the ring. I'll say to them, well, before we do that, do you, I, I say, do you have heart in it? Yeah. Go to a boxing gym and sign up and work with the boxers and then come back to me. After you get punched in the face, everything smells like corn. I know we discussed this before, you know. Do all that. Let's see if you have the heart first before you do. And then nobody ever, very few people, well, anybody I've talked to anyway, has never come back. Or they never did it because like, or they say, you know, they're smart enough to know that's not for me. I want, I want what it is that you teach, but I, I don't want to, I can I, I get rid of that fantasy of getting in a ring and being the superstar and just be who I am. Okay, now I can work with you. Now at least you know where you're coming from. You're not in this, and it's mostly young people, but as people get, you guys get a little bit older, you get a little bit like, hey man, you know, I don't want to get punched in the face. <laughs> you know, I don't want to do that. You know, now it's different. It's so like, I should have started when I was 15, you know, and, and it's just the way it is. So, you want to find expression? That's what you're trying to do. You got to start by handling it like you're practicing. 
And Ben, you're right on the money with that. If you really see it, you really recognize it, you've got to go far. And anything you do in your life, you'll be good at it, and you'll represent who and what you are, and you won't give a damn about what anybody else thinks because you'll be you. And if anything, if they have any respect or not acknowledge anything you, they'll like who you are. They'll, they'll, they'll see it, and they may not like who you are because you threaten them, well, that's just too bad. This is who I am, you know? But you need to get up, whatever it may be, you guys need to, all of us, the listeners and all, you need to start practicing what you want to be. Just like that voice such a long time ago that said, stop questioning it and just do it. And that's what I did. And it really did lead me and took me on this journey that was terrible and also rewarding. You know, had bittersweet. But if I didn't live in that journey, I wouldn't be here now doing what I'm doing or in the room with you guys who would have never met you. And this is wonderful to me. It's being in the moment. And I kind of like that. I really like that. And it's what allows me to go and work in the environment that I work in and still do what I'm doing because that's what I do to survive. You know? But man, if you guys practice, I, I just see so much more potential in you guys than I saw in myself. It's just amazing where you could take it. You know, but you're your own worst enemies. The sword that cuts through adversity also cuts both ways. Start to practice. Okay, everybody. Grow, learn, teach. Everybody say goodbye. Bye. See you guys soon. Thank you for listening to The Way of Violent Realization. If you'd like to see or hear more, you can check out the website, systemswithinsystems.com. We have a YouTube channel and a Facebook page that you find the links for. If you have any questions or comments, you can send them to our email, sws.kungfu at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe. We're looking forward to hearing from you. Thank you.